All right, Jordan Nesbitt makes his decision on Thursday. Illinois is one of three finalists. Bryce Hopkins has nine finalists, also includes Illinois, but forget about those two studs for a second. There's a third guy that our beat writer, Scott Ritchie, says Illinois would be really good to get. And it's in the class of 2022, and it's elite, elite three-point shooter. But not just that, Jaden Shute. All right, Richie will have the scoop on the Yorkville Christian star. Like we said, he'll update other recruiting things, and he'll try to explain why Illinois is ranked seventh in the Big Ten for best jobs. Really? All in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Oh, it's a big day here at the Inside Illini Basketball Podcast booth, not just because we're loaded with information about college hoops, about recruiting, about Illinois, but it turns out Scott Ritchie, our award-winning beat writer, finally has pulled the trigger. Yep, he got a haircut. Seven months later, and all that hair is now gone. All the praise over the Zoom meetings from Josh Whitman, from Lovey Smith, to Coach Underwood, all out the window. Now nobody loves you. That's true. Uh, it got two thumbs down on a Zoom this morning. That was not from Lovey Smith, but still, uh, rave reviews on the haircut. Uh, but it was time. Seven months. It was a lot of hair, a lot of upkeep. I think you're handsome, Scott Ritchie. I approve this cut. Oh, yeah, well, Don't considering you were the one for the last seven months that's been telling me every week to get it cut, I, I'm not surprised. I've texted your parents several times. Um, what's happened? Funny, uh, my mom did not ever share your messages. Uh, I called the rural king in Eureka to try to get through. There, there's not a rural king. There's, there's not much in Eureka, let's be honest. The Casey's, I'm sorry. We do have Casey's. Good pizza. Really good pizza. Not a sponsor. Should be. Should be. But you look great, Scott Ritchie, and hopefully it will lead to even better writing, more informed decisions. I'm not sure one has anything to do with the other, but okay. Look good, feel good. I always looked good. If you're uh, on Snapchat, and really who isn't, take a look. We've documented Ritchie's uh, new look. His, what, kind, what is that, Luka Doncic? 
Uh, no, it's shorter than Luke. Yeah, Luke has got. I'm trying to think of who of mostly just give that it guy on the Celtics, hair. that center, that what's that guy's name? Like from the, their German center. Yeah, that's that, that's who you look like Porzingis, maybe. Nah, he's got more like the, the had like the flat top going for a while. All right, well, take, the, the modern look. take on the flat top. Hey, we got a basketball. We're not talking haircuts, doggone. We're talking basketball. On inside the line of basketball. Boy, we got some big news coming later this week on Thursday. I think Jordan Nesbitt going to commit to Illinois. Is that right? It's one of his three options. And uh, this is really where I have to go back to the well, tap into my inner Marcus Jackson. Don't do it. It's 50 50 because he's either going to or he won't commit to Illinois. Uh, but it's been an interesting. End of his recruitment uh, in the last several weeks because for a while there, St. Louis, the the hometown team, seemed to be the favorite. Everyone thought that he would stick around and play for Travis Ford. Uh, then Illinois got you know quite a bit of momentum as you know the his top three was announced. Um, now with his commitment coming this week, two p.m. Thursday. Uh, Central Standard Time, of course. Uh, Memphis is what emerging as a, a viable threat to the other two teams. So, yeah, it's uh, it's up in the air. I would say. Other than, feels like all three programs have this sense that they're in a strong position to land him. Um, one of them will actually be right. All right, I, I had deep feelings for Illinois uh, late last week. Yeah, and that seemed to be the that? case. But well, you know, it's recruiting, and anything can and will happen. But I mean, Penny Hardaway has proven in his time in Memphis, his time back at Memphis, I guess, um, that his teams aren't very good. Is that well, what he's proven? He's proven that he can land okay. about anybody he wants, and his teams are. Maybe haven't lived up to some outsized expectations and certainly weren't helped by the fact that James Wiseman, who was going to be a top three pick in this year's draft, uh, just quit the team, essentially, last December. Um, but they they win a little more than you think they do. Yeah, and I'm just... I'm should have, a, should have a, a good team this year because, I mean, outside of Wiseman, who left way early, and then uh, Precious Achua, who... Also went to the draft. Like they returned a lot of a huge freshman class from a year ago that is awful, was awful talented. Nah. hasn't done much. Tigers haven't done much for me. Well, since the days have, of Keith Lee. I mean, they went twenty-one and ten last year. I'm going old school on you right there. Yeah, you, you already know you did who go Keith Lee was that, is. Do you? Was that still Memphis State? <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I mean the Billikens were rivals in the far gone conference. Yeah, that's the Memphis of my eyes. When they had the pyramid, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there there is still a pyramid yeah. in Memphis, but it's now the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> I've been. It's, it's, I bet you have. That's really that's cool. All right, it's coming Thursday. Newsgazette.com for the latest. Rich will uh, will touch on that. He touched on uh, Bryce Hopkins. Was that uh, yesterday or today? You broke down his nine suitors. Now get me straight here. I like that. If I were a top recruit, I'd say I'm I'm down to 15, right? Well, I mean, Xavier Tillman, you know, back before he 
ultimately chose Michigan State. I think had a top seventeen at one point, <laughs> really? which That's was great. essentially. I mean, he just cut out maybe some of the outliers, and it was everyone that had offered him. Okay, but again, I w- I made the mistake of tagging along this ride of Bryce Hopkins when he said, "I'm going to finalize my three he was possible five. five was it? Yeah. All right, not nine, but here we are, days later, still nine. Yeah, well, he was going to cut to five this weekend, and. I felt pretty good about Illinois' chances to be on that list. Um, and then he decided the the top nine that he had picked uh, like August 30th, maybe, so just about a month ago, was good enough for him. Uh, it said he you know, had too many good options. So his nine is uh, still his nine. It includes Illinois, California, Indiana, Iowa State, Kentucky, Michigan, Oregon, Providence, and Texas. One school in that list does not fit. Which which one? Guess what I'm going to say. I have a feeling you're going to say Providence. You are right, Scott Ritchie. We are on the same page for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I mean, that's just... How'd that sneak in? How'd the Friars sneak in there? Well, they've been fairly consistent. No. Maybe not at the top of the Big East, but they've been good. Ed Marvin Cooley, Barnes back? Ed, Ed Cooley is a good coach. Um. Yeah, Providence also was the one that that's stood me. It's just they're maybe not talked about on the the national level as some of the other programs in Hopkins top nine, but like it's a good program. Why are you why why the glum look on your face when I mentioned Bryce Hopkins? No chance for Illinois. Is that what you're trying? Well, to I'm not saying say? it's no chance, but the overwhelming opinion is since John Calipari pulled the trigger off on an offer that it's a foregone conclusion that he winds up at Kentucky. Okay. And I think, I mean, the Wildcats obviously have a really good shot to land him, um, mostly because they've put a lot of their recruiting effort into Bryce Hopkins and you know a couple other of their maybe secondary targets because they, they missed out on some of their maybe priority guys and they immediately turn to your guys like Bryce Hopkins, um, Hunter Salas, who's you know five star guard out of Nebraska, of all places. And I knew you were going to have a look on your face after I said he's from Nebraska, but he's legitimately very good. He's a five star for a reason. Not and mm-hmm. he's from Omaha, so Creighton's still on his list, but he cut Nebraska itself early. Didn't want to play for Fred Hoiberg apparently. Hmm. But anyway, Kentucky is probably the quote-unquote leader, but as we've seen with Jordan Nesbitt's recruitment, uh, that leader can change. All right. So you never know. Those are two two big names, certainly other names, still floating about that Illinois is interested in. Yeah, I mean, there there are fewer in the class of 2021 um, than there were, say, at the the beginning of the spring. There's a lot... Of players in the 2021 class have committed already. Um, I think the, probably the outside of Nesbitt and Hopkins, uh, the biggest priority for Illinois is uh, a replacement for Kofi Coburn, with the assumption, perhaps, that he leaves after his sophomore year. Um, even if he doesn't, you know, a really talented backup there wouldn't be a bad thing. But you know, Mac Etienne. Is six eleven center, uh, 
was the Gatorade Player of the Year in Connecticut uh, this past season. Average you know, double double, and also like four blocks per game. Um, four star recruit. Illinois had him on campus for a visit in March uh, at the end of the season. So he, unlike a lot of these 2021 prospects that didn't get their visits in and won't because the dead period continues, he saw Champagne, he saw campus, he saw State Farm Center when it was sold out and at its highest level. So I think Illinois got a lot going for it in that regard. Not to mention what they've been able to do with Kofi Coburn and his development and progress in just a year. And then also, obviously, Orlando Antigua's just his reputation you know, as an assistant coach and ability to to develop big men. So that's a name to watch. Uh, he's not, I don't think, anywhere near a commitment at this point, though. We interrupt this recruiting talk for a bonus old-school question. You get this right. And I will buy you a large pizza from Casey's in Urbana. Marvin Barnes, we've mentioned him from Providence. What was his nickname, Scott Ritchie? I'm ready for my pizza. It's a bad news bar. Oh, get him a pepperoni. Good job, Scott Ritchie. Share it with Ed Bond, our producer, next week. It's coming. Good job. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> hey, uh, back to recruiting. Illinois uh maybe stalled, be a bit harsh for the class of 2021, but they've been passed up by a few Big Ten schools? I'll say stalled's not inaccurate. Um, Especially kind of that that stretch there where David Jones committed to DePaul, uh, maybe a a bit surprisingly. Brandon Weston committed to to Seton Hall. So some guys that they were high on and had made a priority going elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, Illinois was early in, in the the successful realm of recruiting in the 2020 class. You got that commitment from Luke Goody in April. Um, And let's let's not forget about him. He's a four-star guard, really good shooter. Could end up playing an interesting role uh, in this offense, you know, in his career at Illinois. He's talented, but where they were early with Goody, whereas the rest of the Big Ten hadn't maybe gotten – you know, it's 2021 recruiting going. Uh, they've caught up and passed Illinois. Um, right now, and we take recruiting rankings for what they are, you know, at this point, Illinois is 10th in the Big Ten with just Goody. Um, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State are all in the top 10 nationally, and Maryland is 11th nationally. So there's a lot of talent coming to the Big Ten. Illinois can obviously still add to its hall, but... You know, a little momentum now, maybe with Jordan Nesbitt on Thursday, would not be a bad thing. All right, each Sunday, News Gazette print edition. Buy it three bucks. It's a bargain. Uh, Richie gives you a full page called College Basketball Extra. I did not read much of it this week due to content. All right, I saw Rutgers. (laughs) Immediate turnoff. Won't Rut- read. Rutgers is good. Won't read. Don't tell me about Rutgers. Rutgers. Is good. Yep. Whatever. Steve Peichel, good coach. You heard yep. it here many a time. Yep. Oh, many a times. I saw your top ten list of sit-out transfers. <laughs> Haven't heard of any of them. That's, except for the Illinois guys. I mean, how? Okay. I take that back. Joey Hauser, I've heard of. You got him ranked fifth. 
your number one sit-out transfer is some guy from Alabama who does not play football does not interest me. <laughs> uh, Alabama basketball is trying to be a thing. Nope. I mean, nope. It, it won't be football ever. But, Javon Quinterly? Yeah, he was a who? He's a former five-star recruit. Um, didn't work at Villanova, but he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot for Alabama, and that's a he's going to be you know a go-to guy and what could be a really talented backcourt. Nate Oates is trying to make Alabama basketball a thing, and I think he can. All right, a bunch of other guys I've never heard of, don't like the list. Then you went all data on me for the Illinois portion of Basketball 101. Not interested. Pass. For our listeners, that might be because, you know, they've, you know, emerged as basketball fans in the modern era. It was about how transition offense was – Important for Illinois last year, and with Brad Underwood's you know, intention to play faster this coming season, will likely hold an even bigger place in what they do on offense. Check it out, linehq.com. Okay, but one thing I did find interesting was well, your... <laughs> I mean, there's only one thing left on the <laughs> yes. page. But it was your column on the Illinois Wolves, uh, what they've done different. With how they've had to adjust, and a couple of guys that are still getting some interest from Illinois. Yeah, and it was obviously an odd spring and summer that the Wolves play in the Under Armour Association, which didn't happen because of the pandemic. So, and because of state regulations in Illinois, like they couldn't even get together for team workouts until July. But when they did, there was a lot of talent in that gym, and. Those guys all, you know, still got better. I mean, they maybe weren't able to play, you know, against other teams of their their caliber, but the competition in in the Wolves' gym um, was high, and it's to be expected. You know, Mike Mullins has run a really good program. He won the Illinois. You know, had some success recruiting, you know, in the past, um, and is you know maybe trying to do so again now. Class of twenty twenty two. Seems to be a strong one for the Wolves. Yeah, and the main guy for Illinois basketball recruiting purposes of that group, at least right now, is Jaden Shute from Yorkville Christian. Um, Where? Yorkville Christian. Small school, not a small talent. He's four-star recruit, top 100, and you know Joe Hendrickson, who covered high school basketball in Illinois for more than two decades, called shoot the best shooter he's ever seen. And that's fair. I think he made trying he made seventeen threes in one game this past season, uh, in his sophomore year. Um shot I think forty five percent for the season from beyond the arc. Uh really good, but I mean he's not I mean he's going to get the shooter label because that's like his maybe his most elite skill, but he's a good athlete at six five. Um, plays above the rim, uh, and sp- spent his summer uh, as and Mike Mullins told me doing a lot of things that he would have in game situations. Like he had the ball in his hands more as a playmaker, and also you know trying to get to the rim, which he did against some rather high caliber guards. And that Wolves gym, including Max Christie, who's 
five-star guard going to Michigan State. All right, as you mentioned, uh, Illinois was the first high major program to offer. Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, some others afterward. Does it matter anything anymore that you're the first? Like, I was the first to say good haircut, Richie. Does that make my opinion more important than, say, Ed Bond? Well, I mean, you weren't the first. But, I mean, I always appreciate nice things being said about me. And I, it depends. I mean, some recruits do sort of lean on that. and it, But it's guys that maybe have a, a late-blooming recruitment that really put an emphasis on maybe that first program that saw something in them and were, was willing to offer. Um, the Illinois offer, you know, when I you know, spoke with, with Jaden earlier this summer, something a lot because it was, you know, in-state program they kind of grew up watching and, you know, especially with kind of their resurgence last year, held some weight. But, I mean, his recruitment has, you know, hit a different level since when Illinois offered in April. But they'll always have that, maybe that little hook that they were, you know, the first high major program to say, yes, you can play at this level. Yes, we want you to play at our school. All right, speaking of Jalen Quinn, Tuscola stud. What's the latest with him? I can't get enough of my Douglas County superstars. Well, he just picked up an offer from Loyola. This is his latest. Um, Illinois is still interested, hasn't offered yet. Um, it's mostly mid-majors that have. Um, but he was in that Illinois Wolves gym this summer, spent a lot of two-hour drives, two-hour-plus drives, to Chicago and back to work out uh, this summer. but So that's only going to help him. But I think there's still a chance that the, the high major programs come calling for Jalen Quinn just as his game continues to develop. I mean, he's obviously was really good as a freshman and a sophomore in Tuscola. That's not going to change. All right. Basketball uh, season not too far off in in uh, Illinois, right? I guess. Hey, I hope everybody got had a chance to see Cleo uh, uh, Terry. It's a weird transfer. Former Champagne Central, the best dunker we've seen, go to Centennial. I saw he took his picture in a Chargers uniform the other day. The kid had a chance, right, in his fourth year at Central to probably set some career scoring records. You think that matters to kids anymore? Must not. Well, I mean, maybe not in this instance, but uh, All right. he's not got any. I guess it was, so. Is Cleo Terry the player to be named later for Nick and Tim Finky? Might be, might be that that maybe we'll try to unearth that. Put Colin like as preps coordinator on that one because you know those two went you know from Centennial to right. Central when their dad Jeff became the coach, which sure. is interesting. Uh, it'd be uh, interesting to see what high school basketball looks like this year in the state. If anybody's allowed to go in and watch it, games take place. I know Ed Bond's on pins and needles. Wait for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. A lot of the same questions kind of are going on college basketball, too. I mean, there's a plan to have the season, but um, still a ways off. That November 25th start date is you know, still two months away, but practices, official practices can start in just, more, just over two weeks, October 14th. So mm, Love it. Hey, I uh, want to touch on this list that Rivals came up with before we let you 
get back to growing your hair. Big Ten, explain it to me because I'm I'm still confused by the content. Well, they ranked the best jobs and all of the high major conferences, but you know, so obviously in the Big Ten, and just uh, sort of in how attractive they would be to you know top coaching candidates should the job ever come open. Illinois. Best jobs. Illinois has got to be top five. Not quite. I knew that. I was just setting you up there, yeah. Scott. Yeah. yeah. They were Illinois was the number seven Ooh. in the Big Ten. So literally right in the middle of the pack. Um, now this, the reasoning hit on a couple of factors. Uh, it said that the Illinois job is tricky, quote unquote, to mm. evaluate. But because there's always top recruits in Chicago. They don't always end up at Illinois. And uh, this line probably sums it up relatively accurately. The expectations are high and probably unrealistic. But then it continues, but multiple coaches have proven you can win there. I would say that line could apply to most (laughs) schools. Yeah. Um, Right? Outside the top five. It's probably fair. But there... There's a sense, there has been a sense from maybe just the Illinois fan base that like the success of the 2004-2005 team being the most recent one to really pop on the national level should be the what happens every year. Sure. That's, and fans will think that. I'm okay with that. But again, it's probably a little, expectations are probably a little high and maybe a little unrealistic. That Maybe they didn't hire the right coaches. Maybe they didn't. And there's an argument to be made that that didn't happen. Maybe Brad Underwood changes that. At the top of the list, best jobs in the Big Ten, it's Indiana. The only, I, the only one from I'm, the Big Ten to be ranked in rivals' national list, national top ten. I agree. And don't you – I see the look already. There, I see the look already. to support your position – being Indiana is a basketball state, mm-hmm. and the Hoosiers can have typically, when they've recruited the best players in Indiana, gotten them. And that includes mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Romeo Lankford, Trace Jackson Davis, Christian Lander, mm-hmm. three in a row. But, as just the, the counterpoint, you know, Indiana has some banners Race to the rafters after their national championships. Five of them, five if I'm of not them. mistaken. The last one came the year I was born, and I turned 33 this summer. In a barn. Just actually born in a hospital like most people. So it, it's been three decades since Indiana was at maybe the top of college basketball. That's it. The bloom is just maybe a bit off the rose. But it's an interesting list. Uh, Maryland at number five was probably my biggest. Yeah, I don't. They have a really good recruiting base in the DMV, but Maryland's an ACC school that just so happens to play in the Big Ten. But using your argument, they've won a national title. That's recently. Well, define recently. Before, after you were born. That's true. But uh, Juan Dixon's not walking through that door anymore. Got a great arena. It is. I liked it. My my experience last year. 
Got a cool mascot. Yeah. You like turtles. Got some players in the NBA. But it's just, I think just the idea of Maryland and the Big Ten is still sort of. You need to get over that, Lauren. An outlier. Okay, well. I think the same applies to your hatred of Rutgers. They're here. Who? <laughs> exactly. They're here to stay. No, it's just, I mean, Maryland's tradition is ACC tradition. I don't know if they have a lot of. Big it means teams. nothing, though, in this list. It's top jobs. Right? Just so happens to be in the Big Ten. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. And all right. maybe I agree with I'm all right with the two Michigan schools, both pretty good jobs, great recruiting territory. Yep, they were four and five. Ohio State, it's a bit confusing. Ohio State was number two. I know. That's uh, I I like. I, I suppose it's a kind of an NBA arena, and you know, you got the state to yourself. I mean, Ohio State is the. But you still feel like it's a football only place. Well, it's football first. Yeah, I just for sure. Uh, I mean, and the even when Thad might have had it going on, it didn't feel like it was that important to him basketball yeah i mean would how about this would ohio state fans have marched in protest of no basketball season like they did no football you're season? right i'm not sure i'm not sure i don't know that the the fervor would have been there it would be a five-person march chris holtman and his family i don't yeah. know but wisconsin was six so that that's the other one that was ahead of illinois on this list I'm okay with that one, too, Scotty. I know you aren't, but uh, I think Wisconsin has done enough in, uh, to be up there. They're very steady. It's been a steady program, and that just was passed on from Bo Ryan to Greg Gard. I see Richard Griffith got a uh, diploma. A little boring. Over the, over the weekend, or am I imagining that? I don't know. I, must I thought I might have been dreaming that. Weird dreams at night about former <laughs> former Chicago stars playing for the Badgers. Yeah, that that would have been. Yeah. Uh, Let's hope that's reality, or else I will check myself in. Well, How about uh, that? But quick Google um, story here from May. Okay. He returned to Wisconsin to earn his degree. <laughs> so it happened. I don't know why in late September you were. I've got issues. I thought I saw that somewhere, but uh, maybe I did. Uh, what else, Scotty, before we let you out of here, besides that the weird list you just came up with? Who was last on the Big Ten? Worst jobs, job. yeah. I mean, I'm sure you, it was a tie, actually. Northwestern and who? Well, Northwestern was 12th. So Rutgers and Penn State. Oh, who? I mean, I never argued that it was a good job. I just said that Steve Peichel has done a good job as coach. He's revitalized. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people talking when I'm out at at the tavern. All I want to do is talk to Scarlet Knights. Man, they're gonna be good. Well, they should. There, there's a, there's the <laughs> no one ever has talked Scarlet Knights at a tavern in Illinois. There's a real possibility that Rutgers will maybe sneak into the the bottom of the top twenty five in the preseason. They bring back everybody, and they had a really. If you would have read my Q and A with. James Crouch, who covers them for NJ.com. Who? James? Rutgers landed a legitimate recruit in this 2020 class in Clifford Omarui, who's played at uh, Roselle Catholic, which was a powerhouse oh, program. Yes, yes. Four-star, top 
I think top fifty recruit. Picked I, Rutgers. It's big. I think of Dematha, Simeon, and Roselle Catholic. Just rolls off the tongue, just like those other two. Pershing. Well, the ones you mentioned have been long-time basketball powers. Roselle Catholic, and mm-hmm. more recently, had a lot of really talented basketball players. And we'll one fix of them you yet, Rutgers. Scott Ritchie. We'll fix you yet about that uh, Rutgers bias that you strangely have developed. I don't know if it's a bias when I just acknowledge that they're better than they were in the Eddie Jordan era, which was bad. Wow. It's a step up. Oh, anything else uh, Illinois-wise before we let you go? No, still waiting on the Big Ten to figure out their plans for the 2020-2021 season. Um, other conferences are out there, have their conference schedules put together. Missouri Valley, in fact, did that last week. I think maybe the biggest Illinois schedule-related news is the Pac-12 reversed course and said that their basketball teams can maybe start playing when everyone else does. So that Emerald Coast Classic, which included Illinois, Florida, Iowa State, and Oregon, might have life after all. Just don't know when it'll be played or where necessarily, but the original four teams are, in fact, all going to be able to play in that first part of the season. All right, great stuff, Scotty. I do appreciate it, and I... I apologize for your college basketball extra. I vow to read it in its entirety this Sunday in the News Gazette, no matter how many mistakes you make. Well, there won't be any. Just, you know, just your perception of mistakes, I think. Can't wait. Pick up your Sunday paper. Uh, follow along every morning, 6 a.m., com. Good morning, Illini Nation. Now approaching year two. It's gold. Trust me. Right? Absolutely, and it's year two is underway. Like it was a summer project, way back when. So that's what I meant to say. Yeah, year three. Can't wait. All right, Scotty. We'll see you next week.